across the diamond. Finally here with the microphone. It's a great day. I'm sure it sounds so much different right now. <laughs> That's true. But it's hey, it's kind of a mental thing. Yeah. I think yeah. It, I feel cooler. Me too. We're not sitting at our stupid table anymore. Now Maybe we're sitting at our stupid desks. I mean, like we last still year. could sit at the stupid table. Yeah, but but we were too lazy. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much all it was. Is we were just a little lazy. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we were just a little lazy, I guess. Which is fine. It's fine. Yeah. Monday morning. Yep. You're uh, it's fine. currently on top of the microwave right now. You are. Yes. Don't worry about it. Don't worry Usual about it. Usual Monday morning occurrences. Yes, be on the microwave. Always. Let's just... Let's talk about just, baseball. Let's just hop into it. That's what you used to say every time. Let's just get into Like, let's just get into it. Let's just hop into it. Oh, no. I definitely did No, you definitely did. All right. Okay. Let's just hop right into it, then. What stands out this week to you after this great week of Major League Baseball? Yeah, very exciting week. Um, yeah, it was. I would say the first thing that stands out to me is the amount of teams that have clinched playoff spots. At this time last week, I think we only had the Rays and the Dodgers, probably. Right now we have the Rays, the Yankees, the White Sox, the Twins, so bye-bye Indians for now, and the Athletics all have clinched in the American League and in the National League. Only the Dodgers and the Padres. Uh, the Central uh, and the East. Uh, the East isn't really too much of a race, but the Central's getting getting uh, very heated. So, very exciting. You get those cool, well, cool wait, graphics. Go back of, to the National League quick. Yeah. Because that just didn't make sense. You just said dish didn't make sense. Why? How is the how is the Central more of a race than the than the East? I never said it was more of a race. Yes, you I, did. I may That's have actually just exactly said that. Yeah, I actually did. Actually, exactly what you said. Yeah, and the, said the Cardinals that. are three and a half games back of the Cubs, but the Marlins are only three games back of the Braves. Yeah, but I'm talking about the Cardinals, the Reds, and the Brewers are all within a game of each other. Okay, that makes sense. So it's it's if a it's the difference part. between getting yeah. in the playoffs and having to play in the wild card. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there is no there's no wild, wild card playing. That's just eight games played. All right, but you know what I mean. It's a difference between playing a five seed and the one seed. Well, no, because they might not make the playoffs. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know, dude. What I don't know what you're talking about. Because the Marlins still... I, I thought you were talking about the division leaders, because the Marlins still have a chance to win the division. No, I'm talking about the, the second, the second and third place Okay. Teams. Okay, that makes that sense. That's very close. The Cardinals but, and the Reds. The Cardinals are a game up on the Reds, but the Cardinals also didn't play. Like You can't really call it a division race game. this year, though. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I Because understand. it's not... Like all right, well, I just got like, completely shamed for my what stands out. No, your what stands out was good, but you just messed it up. Okay, thanks. You're welcome. It's not a big deal, man. It's okay. <laughs> but yes, as he said, a lot of teams clinched this week. We'll wait for a couple more coming in the next couple of days. The rest of them, I guess, are going to come in the next couple of days. But we only have a week left. Yeah, that's crazy. I know. That's really crazy. We're definitely going to – we talked about switching some things up for the playoffs. Um, yeah. Depending on – our workload here will probably try to pump out probably two episodes a week. Two shorter episodes a yeah. week, probably. Probably scrap. Stuff. Probably scrap the segments a little bit. We'll, I mean, I'm sure we'll keep like the what stands out and stuff couple, like that. Couple segments like, we'll keep, but I feel like the seg- we've been thinking about how the segments are a little bit rigid. Make it make a little bit rigid and less conversational, I guess. Yeah. So we'll see things we'll to change for the playoffs and then obviously upcoming 2021. Can't wait. <laughs> Anyways, let's hop back into it. <laughs> what? I said hop back into it again. 
Like, you think I'm wrong. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I, no, I know. I get it. I see it. Now, especially. Now, I'm like, oh, boy. My first what stands out is a nice little playoff announcement they made. There will be no off days in the wild card, the division series, or the championship series. That's that's uh, interesting. Will be definitely kind of hard to. Um, but it's going to be baseball, 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 yeah, baseball, baseball. That's true. But then it's all going to be over fans. within a blink of an eye. Yeah, it's going to be quick. It's going to be quick, and then the World Series. They're going to keep off days for the World Series. But the biggest thing I see is pitching. Pitching is going to be right. And also, we didn't I'm talk nice. about something very big. Uh, the World Series is just going to be played in Arlington. Oh yeah. There's no. It's not the entire playoffs, is it? I don't think so. Well, I'm not really definitely sure. Definitely the World Series will World be played Series in Arlington. Um, yeah, uh, I like it. It's definitely going to be weird when it's like the Rays and the Dodgers playing in the Texas Rangers ballpark. Yeah. Uh, no, I <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's a nice stadium. It kind of looks like a, brand it kind of looks like a closed barbecue grill though. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I'm I'm essentially stalling, stalling for time while you find out. I'm just trying to look into <laughs> this a little more. So, so I think most of the games are going to stay in their their most of the games are going to get played at the home fields in a neutral site World Series. The first ever neutral site World Series in MLB history between Tuesday, October 20th and Wednesday, October 27th, 28th. So there's only 7 games. It's like going to be 7 games in 8 days. Nonetheless. Oh. Our mini hoop just fell. Oh, that's boring. That was pretty cool. Maybe it's because we've been dunking on it every night. That's just me. Anyways, this has been a lot of distractions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This it's has been the a mic. lot of It's the mic's fault. It's the mic. Sorry, Mike. Mike, if you're listening, we didn't mean it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, we need to get back into baseball. Okay. Okay. Like, okay. You, you, okay. So, yeah, first ever neutral site World Series... I, it's Is that confirmed? Be, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, okay. ESPN. Jeff oh. Passan. Oh, Jeff Passan moment. We love Jeff Passan. That's true. Jeff Passan, Syracuse. Syracuse alum. Syracuse student. Well, not student. He's a Syracuse <laughs> what alum. Am I, what are we doing? He's a Syracuse alum, Spencer. <laughs> okay. That's what it means. I'm going to I'm gonna move on. Is yes. Okay with you? So, yes. No off days is going to be in te- Just wait. Okay. No off days is going to be a lot. Seeing how the pitching situation is going to get intense. We could see some more Eric Kretz. Oh, pitching right. or some more uh, Santiago Espinosa. Or you could have just said Todd Frazier. Todd Frazier too. Yeah, I forgot he pitched. Um, I'm trying to think of the pitch players who I saw pitch this week. Well, you you know like you're talking all about pitching, right? Yeah. And as a segue <laughs> to what I have to say. Segue. <laughs> Justin Verlander, Tommy John. The guy made an Instagram selfie video of him being like, oh, I'm really sorry. I need to get surgery. I'm getting Tommy John. Yeah, it's sad. Tommy John, you never want to see Tommy John for a pitcher, especially because Verlander's old. He's really good. You don't know how he's going to come back from this. If he's going to even come back from this. I would assume he does, but it's still... There's like a... It's got to be a looming question. Right. Does this end his right. career at his age? Um, and the Astros have nothing to play for this year. They, yeah, they'll make the playoffs, but they're not beating anyone. I don't. I don't they're not going to beat anyone. Verlander's 37 years old. Yeah, and to get Tommy to get John at this point... 
didn't a few years Tanaka need Tommy John and then he just rested and didn't get it? I don't know. No, he got Something it. with his elbow. Tanaka got it. Some I don't know, whatever, but um I don't know. I think it's definitely I think he's definitely taking a chance here. I think his intention probably is to come back. Uh which is interesting, but I don't know. It definitely I mean it's September 21st, and Tommy John is notoriously at least a 10-month, 9-month recovery. Yeah. So the Astros will be missing out on him for the beginning of next season. Most likely. Except for... Well, even if the season miracle. starts in, in June next year, they miss him. They're no, going to miss him. Other than a miracle, I'm saying. Like, it's oh, yeah, before. yeah, yeah. Like, you've seen quick recovery. Right, before, but he's, but he's 37. Yeah, he's 37, so <laughs> they're, mean, not gonna, they're not going to push that. Yeah. That, that's really interesting. I, I don't see him I don't see that his last start is his will be the last start of his career, but I honestly wouldn't even really be surprised. No, it would definitely wouldn't surprise me either. It definitely wouldn't surprise me either. Um, alright, so another big one was stands out this week. A big retirement in the coaching department, Ron Gardenhire. I mean you don't look at it as like a big retirement right but now because it it's He's like, like he coached yeah, the Tigers. Yeah, like the Tigers. Yes. It's the Tigers, but it's Ron Gardenhire. He's been around forever. Everybody knows anything about baseball. You're going to hear about Ron Gardenhire. He's coached the Twins for years. He's a great coach. A lot of people were showing their respects to him on social media and stuff. Oh, I didn't know that he retired immediately. I thought he said at the end of the season, I'm retiring. No, he retired. Oh. Immediately. So somebody's... They're over. They're done anyways. Well, yeah, but like... <laughs> There's like ten games left. There's only six games left. There's seven games left. Um, it says he. It says it's to focus on his health. He's sixty-two. Um, <clears throat> I, I mean I don't know what health issues he has, but honestly, seeing as he was the manager of the Detroit Tigers, he probably has some anger <laughs> in, his, in his body. Uh, they've probably given him an immense amount of stress. Uh, them, the Twins losing to the Yankees every postseason. I don't. I mean, I can't can't say I blame the guy. And also, if it's like he has cancer, I'm gonna feel like a like a meanie Bobini right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have cancer. Though. He does? No, he doesn't. Okay. And my last what stands out of the week, Albert Pujols. We talked about him a lot last week. He hits two home runs in a game against the Rangers this weekend. I think maybe it was Thursday or Friday, and. He currently has sole possession of fifth time, fifth all time, in home runs, which immediately is right after I said that he would probably hit no more than like twelve home runs the rest of his career. Yeah, uh, almost immediately he hits two more. Yeah, so I'm just not gonna speak ever again. I don't think you should. Well, you, that should have stopped a long time ago. <laughs> oh, you said okay. so long ago that you never should have. Oh, that. okay. Do you do you want this episode to? Go? What? You want this episode to go out? I mean, it's up to you. I mean, I mean, I would love to speak. Okay, go ahead. All right, hi guys. <laughs> All right, so that's what moving. stands out this week. We're moving on. Let's move on. Overachiever of the week. Oh, Should I get us started? Yeah. We'll talk about the good old Miami Marlins. The great Miami Marlins. The great Miami Who Marlins. Who would have the seen this The playoff aspiration Miami Marlins. They're going to make the playoffs. Somehow. They're going to make the playoffs somehow. Because they 
no matter what, even if the Philly, the, they're a game up on the Phillies in the East for the for the right. number two so spot. So even if they crap, the so bed, even if they, they they get the Phillies jump them, if they don't lose out, they probably still are like the eight seed. Yeah, they're gonna make the playoffs. It's Ooh, insane. What are their next games? Does it say? I can look. I'll tell you right now. Thank you. The Marlins, out of the rest of the way, they've got four against the Braves and three against the Yankees. Okay, so they may lose out. They may lose out. <laughs> the most Marlins but, thing ever would be to lose their next seven games. I know. I know. <laughs> I, it would be. It really would be. And it would suck. I'd be, I'd be upset. I'm not going to lie. I'd be upset. But it's another series to watch for this week. It's not one ones that we used. But Marlins versus Braves in a four-game set. The Marlins somehow come out with a sweep. Obviously we are sweep. Obviously we're looking way ahead. Obviously we're looking way ahead and thinking here. But if they come up with a sweep, their first place in the NL East. Even three or four. Even three or four. Even three or four. They tie it. No, they don't. Who are the Braves playing? Look, I'll I'll look it up. No, but they don't though. Because then the Braves are still a game up. Because they're back three right now. Okay. So if they win three, they win three. They're the Braves are up. The Braves are up three. And they end the season. Okay, playing the Red Sox. Never mind. They only have a games against the Red Sox left? Well, it's the... Well, they the play the Marlins and then the Braves. The Braves. And the Red Sox. I mean, and then the Red Sox, yeah. yeah. Uh, so. So that's going to be an if interesting... we start talking about the playoff Miami Marlins, I don't know what I'm going to do. It's awesome. I love it. Because... I love it. Absolutely I mean, you might as well throw the Orioles in there. No. Some, someone find a way to get the Orioles in the playoffs. Well, let's see what their chances are. They have no chance. That's not true. Zero chance. There's actually... That's not, definitely not true. No, it's definitely true. Yeah. Oh. Uh, no, it's true. How many how many games back are they of the Blue Jays? Four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah. Okay, that's not happening. The Blue Jays will, but they also the Mariners. But then the, the Mariners are still ahead of them. The Mariners okay, yeah. are like the bubble team. Right yeah. Now, to make the playoffs in the in the AL. So, but so are the the what the Tigers literally could make the playoffs. Ron Gardenhire comes back. <laughs> if one of so like if the Blue Jays just suck the rest of the way, like if the Blue Jays or if the Blue Jays lose out, the next team in is gonna be the it Mariners. Be the Mariners, right? Yeah. Either the Mariners, the Angels. Actually, all the rest of the teams are like really close. <laughs> could you um, imagine the Blue Jays? The Blue Jays are four and a half. Could you imagine the Blue Jays like losing? So. The Mariners are twenty three and thirty as of. September 21st, the morning of. Then you have the Angels and Baltimore at 23-31 and 31 behind the Mariners. So they have, obviously, the Mariners are up in the win column. And then Detroit is 22-30. and 30. Even, I mean, like, you could even make a case for the Royals somehow. 21-32. That's and 32. what I'm saying, dude. What is happening? I, it, but obviously the Blue Jays, obviously it's like, the Blue Jays need to, like, well, yeah. Be so bad. <laughs> yeah. They would lose yeah. out, but, like, so, like, this is so, why are we talking about this know. even? It's fun. I love it, though. It's fun. All right. I'm sure you can say the same thing in the NL, but we're not going to. Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to look into that. The um, NL's, like, probably even closer. But, yeah. The, Miami Marlins the playoff played Miami good. Marlins. Won five out of seven against the Phillies, which we'll talk about later. And, hey. I mean, Corey Dickerson Dickerson in the playoffs. Playoff Corey Dickerson is a different breed, I bet. (laughs) We haven't seen it. If you kick the microwave, I'll kill you. Okay. Kick the microwave? I don't know. You're kicking the refrigerator. I'm not kicking the refrigerator. All right. If the microphone got messed up, it's not my fault. My overachiever of the week, which I say this all the time, 
shouldn't even be an overachiever. Should have been what we expected. And I have to do it. The New York Yankees went on a spry 10-game winning streak. And then lost one last night. Right, so 9-1 and one of their last 10, but 10 in a row. That was awesome. Uh, that on on their uh, in in their path to ten games, they scored twenty runs against the Blue Jays. The next night, they scored thirteen, and then the night after that, they scored ten. So, what was their total run differential? Like uh, their like total runs. Okay, like, so count me, all the three games together. So the Blue Jays scored fifteen, and Yankees scored forty three. Yankees scored forty three. Um, so they beat the Philly. They outscored the Mar- or the Blue Jays 43 to 13. 13. Yeah, so that's uh, really good. Um, you're probably not going to win a game if you're on the other end of that. Uh, scoring less runs usually yeah. does not equal wins. Yankees are hot. The Yankees put themselves back in playoff position. Uh, prime playoff position, I guess you should Yeah, say. yeah. They're, the playoff position they should well, be Well, definitely even primer playoff position because right now the season ends. They're playing the Twins. In Yankee Stadium. They were gonna play the Twins anyways, even before they probably were gonna end up with the Twins. Are you anyways. sure? Yeah, the higher seed get they're the four seed right now. The Yankees are the five seed. What? They're two games behind. the The, the Twins are thirty three and twenty two. The Yankees are thirty one and twenty two. Oh, I thought they clicked. I thought they were the four seed all of a sudden. No, never mind. I'm no, wrong. they're five. So they that's were okay. Be but so they can get but it. Everyone's hot. I think we're gonna touch on it. Uh, we're actually not gonna touch on it. So we'll just say it now. Yeah, a little bit. Luke Voigt. Oh yeah. Well, I don't know why you're anyway. Luke Voigt yeah. got on. Absolute fire during this win streak. Absolute. I don't know how many home runs he hit, but it was like six Um, in ten games in the ten game win streak. And then he hit one last night. Well, weren't they tied at sixteen home runs before, like before the Blue Jays series? And I think he's at what twenty one. He's at twenty one now. Okay, so that would be five. Yeah, (laughs) he hit five this week, but he had like. But I'm saying he hit six during their win streak. Yeah. Okay, so I think. Enough is said there, especially because we have more to talk about there. So I'm going to go to underachiever of the week, and it's the flip side because the Blue Jays really put themselves in a bad position. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a... To say the least. Was that a four-game series? Nope, three-game no, series. Three-game series. Um, yeah, you can't get... You cannot be swept uh, by the Yankees when you're... How many games ahead were they? Two or three. Two, right. So they put themselves in an awful position. Coming up tonight through Thursday night, they have a four-game series against the Yankees uh, in Buffalo, which is really weird to say. (laughs) This is – I know I said it last week, but I think this could be the most important series of their season. Yeah. All All they needed to do was win one game last week. Just one. It would have helped. But they got swept. They got outscored. They got absolutely dominated. Yeah, outscored by 30. Do- yeah, dominated. Not even like it was like close games, really. No, none of them were. Um, one so, of them was. The one. The last one was. Yeah, 7-10. to 10. Yeah. They came back in the ninth a little bit. So, uh, doesn't look promising in Buff- Bufferano. Stop. Don't even try that, please. Well, I did. I tried it and it worked. Uh, to Ruffalo? I that guess better. So. Mark Ruffalo? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> okay, so I think you guys get what I'm... Yeah. Okay, your turn. My underachiever of the week, Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah. of the San Diego Padres. Yeah, tough. We tough. This happens... It's probably our fault. 
It definitely is our fault. After our, we hyped him up so much, and then we had the, the mid-season predictions episode. We get our two friends on, and they both agree with us. Fernando Tatis next year, no, they didn't. Well, no, Nick is. Nick did not, but. Nick Fernando, thinks he's the king of the world right now. Cause he's like, I told you, Mookie Betts has got to get the MVP. Three or four of us said Tatis is winning this MVP award, and he just went straight down. Like, straight down. Like, not even, like, he was, like, bouncing. He was just fell. He wasn't he bouncing. Roll. Like, he wouldn't have bounced down the hill. He didn't roll down the hill. He just fell. It's like off cliff. Pretty much. And it was insane. In his last seven games, he is four for 25. Not ideal. With one run scored, one RBI, one stolen base. Not ideal. He has walked twice and struck out seven times. That puts him at a 160 average, 222 OBP, and a 200 o- or slugging percentage. I have different stats here somehow. This is on MLB.com last seven games. That's his last seven games. I'm looking at his last seven days. But oh, yeah, last you? seven games he's batting 143. Okay, that's worse. Slugging 179. He has eight strikeouts, four hits, and 28 at bats. Yeah, Even so further than that, his last his last 15 games, probably since we had that midseason, I would say 15 right games ago is pretty yeah. fair. 11 for 55, batting 200, slugging 364, 13 strikeouts, 8 runs scored, 2 home runs. OBP? Uh, 297. Yeah. Not, not really not ideal. That's definitely not MVP numbers. No. And while we're on that topic, let's touch back on Mookie Betts. Right. In his last seven, in the last seven days for him... Which I think turns into six games. He's hitting 321, 9 for 28. Homer, four RBI, seven runs, three stolen bases, a double, a walk, and three strikeouts. Slugging 536 on base percentage of 345. That's uh, that's MVP numbers. Can you give me Mookie Betts' season stats right now? Because I think I'm going to wow you with something. Don't really guess them. Can, no, no, no. Can you can you pull them up real quick? Yeah, sure. Because it came to my attention the other day, and maybe things are a little bit different since I found out. Uh, and I also just found out a fun fact here, but I'm not gonna say it because I don't want to give away who I am. Okay. Okay. Let me know when you're ready. I'm almost there. This was crazy to me. Okay. Okay. This year he is hitting 303. 16 homers, 39 RBIs. 16 How many RBIs? 39. Okay. Nine steals. Yeah. What else yeah. Do you want? OBP of 376. Okay. okay, so every stat you just gave me, except for OBP because they're tied in stolen bases, Manny Machado has better. Really? Manny Machado is batting 314 as opposed to what? 306? 303. 303. Manny Machado has 16 home runs, uh-huh. 46 RBI, uh-huh. 6 stolen bases, OBP of 376. Like I said, they're tied. And Manny Machado is the brother-in-law of Yonder Alonso. You didn't know that? No. Oh, yeah. I suppose. Yes, because they saw, cause the White Sox, when Manny Machado was a free agent, signed Yonder Alonso, and everybody was like, oh, they're going to go play together in Chicago. Hmm. 
I didn't know that. But yes, how fun. weird is that? That Manny Machado is actually playing better than Mookie Betts, right? Uh, well, I don't say better, but has better. He stats. is playing has better stats up to his level. He has better stats without the recognition that he deserves. I guess so. I didn't realize that. <laughs> exactly. Now we're gonna have to. Now we're gonna have to take some more time. Our San Diego resident Camazier was the one that brought it to my attention. Did he? Yes. Uh, Let's I, talk I, about I mean, the NL stats. How how is he not the comeback player of the year? Uh, he has to be. Oh, he has to be that. I I, I guess it, I don't. Yeah. Let's talk about some stats. What's let's in the NL. Our average leader is Juan Soto. When did that happen? He's hitting 353. <laughs> Our MVP <laughs> leaders that we've talked about Manny Machado, he's hitting 314, he's 10th. Right. Mookie Betts is hitting 303, he's 14th. Home run leaders. We've got three guys tied at 16. Machado and Betts, like we talked about. Do you know who the other one is? Um, I feel like I should. You should. We've talked about him a lot. Um, the home run leader. Well, I, I'm going to be mad when I don't get it. No, you're not. Jake Cronenworth. No, I don't think you are going to be mad. I think you're going to be a little surprised. Um, no, I feel like I know it. Can I have a hint? I, I don't have a hint. All right, just tell me. With 16 home runs... The left fielder for the Atlanta Braves, oh my Adam Duvall. Oh my god, you're right. And then, and then that's just getting started. Tatis has tied with two other guys for second, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or fourth, I guess you'd say. One of them is Adam Duvall's teammate. Do you know who that is? Dansby Swanson. Marcelo Zuna. That was a joke. Okay, Marcelo Zuna has 16 home runs as well. And an outfielder for the Arizona Diamondbacks with no way home runs. Cole Calhoun. <laughs> what is so happening? So we need crazy. to look forward to some more, I guess, I guess look forward to some more uh, MVP predictions. Yeah, and I stuff because there's I don't even know if we can predict anymore because there's a lot of guys really close now that you look at it. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that have options. Before we end this, let's look at RBIs quick. RBIs, another guy who's not getting the recognition he deserves and really should get votes. Freddie Freeman is hitting 346 with 11 homers, 48 RBIs. Yeah, and he was out. And he was bit. out. That's crazy. Um, no, he got 53 games. He has 53 oh. games played. He wasn't out. I lied. So, the NL race is going to be quite close. And I guess while we're on this, we might as well talk about the American League. Be curious. Right? I mean... We might as well. I mean, we are making this pretty long episode. We're through three segments. It's fine. It's fine. We can go quick. Yeah, we don't have class. No. <laughs> I don't care about class. <laughs> Let's talk about the little MVP race in the AL. That's getting a little close. A little? It's getting a little close? It's getting a lot close. It's getting to the point where people are thinking that Jose Abreu has lapped Mike Trout. I know. And is running away. It's crazy. Do you know how many RBI he has? 
I know. How? How do you have 53 RBI? That's an RBI a game, basically. Is that, no, it actually is an RBI game. Oh. He's played 53 games. Okay. Well, he's played 53 games. But, but, Luke Voigt's not too far behind with 49. I mean, that's insane. That's crazy. That's insane. It's crazy. If you asked me how many RBI he had, I would have said 35. The thing with the, Jose Abreu's case for MVP is that he's hitting 335 along with 18 homers and 50. Oh, when did this happen? Like, he kind of is towards a race. He's going to be top three in the triple count stats. Yeah. Seasons That's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's absolutely unbelievable. He He's playing out of his mind, and it's like what we talked about before the year. What the White Sox need is for him to step up. Right. Along with the guys they picked up. Right. I don't want to keep getting off topic topic that much, but... All right. We'll go... Well, this is, this is a quick one. This next yeah, one. Yeah, we're going to have a few... We're going to have some more to talk about. I'm sure we'll touch on it more as we keep going. Right. But let's take a step aside a little bit and talk about our good old friends, the Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah. And, and you know, I have a question for you. Is it about the Phillies? Yeah, it is. Um... When did Jonathan Lucroy get on the Phillies? Before I answer that, I have a question for you, too. I'm, I'm all ears. When did Greg Bird get on the Phillies? <laughs> and I have one more. Yeah. When did Ronald Torres get on the Phillies? Well, two... Uh, last year? I, two years ago? I don't think... I, I don't knew know. he was on the Phillies, but he didn't play. I don't know. I didn't even know where he was. I thought he was on the Twins. Um... Well, okay, so, so full transparency here. Sometimes we run out of people to, to ask who, when did they get on that team. Yeah, so we, we look up the transactions did. list. Yeah. I genuinely did not know either of these people were on the Phillies. It said that they signed them to minor league contracts and that they're getting an invitation to spring training next year. So they may not be on the Phillies, but they're associated with the Phillies so they're on the somehow. So yeah, okay, so... Why, why, why am I even explaining that? Oh, no. They're on the Phillies. Okay. That's all that matters. They're on the Phillies. Next. So moving on to our moment of the week. Would you like to start? Sure. With your good one, and then we'll do mine. And then what do you, you mean my good one? one? You have a funny one. Okay, yeah, it's kind of fun. You always have a funny one. All right. Or a cool uh, one. Stop. My moment of the week. Zach Plezak, which is a really stupid name now that I think about it. <laughs> why are you being mean to him? Dude, you have Zach two times in your name. Zach Plezak. <laughs> Zach, please, Zach. <laughs> he, threw, he threw an immaculate inning. If you don't know what that is, nine pitches, nine strikes. Three strikeouts. Three outs. Yes. One inning. Uh, my thought on that was always just don't swing. <laughs> just don't swing. Make him throw you a sh- make him throw you a ball. Yeah. If you're the if you're the third hitter in that inning, and the two people in front of you struck out. Why would you even attempt in, on six pitches? Yeah. Why would you swing? Let him let him throw one outside, and you're like, ooh, ten pitch inning. Huh. Yeah. I just that's never did. I did never I'm sure that's it. happened to me before. I think I had a, I've had a couple ten pitch innings. Wow, subtle brag. No, I'm sorry, but I'm just saying it's it sucked. One time. Those are the worst. One time, just go off topic really quickly. Uh, it was I was like, probably sixteen, and I threw eight straight strikes. And I was like, oh my god, I'm about to throw an immaculate inning. And then immediately, 
I threw four balls, and then I walked two more guys to get base, the bases loaded, and then I struck out the last kid. So I had eight pitches. I was one pitch away from an immaculate inning. Then I walked three kids in a row, and then I struck the kid. I had like 30 pitches in an inning it's when I could have had eight. It. It's because you thought about I it. I know. It was bad. It's because you thought about it, for sure. But, yeah, that's, that's always fun. That was fun when I saw that. And continuing on the fun... The New York Yankees hit five home runs in one inning. That was five solo home runs. I didn't believe my phone. I thought something was glitching out at MLB.com. It was like... They hit three in a row. It was like, Luke Voigt hits a home run. Brett Gardner, home run. They could have hit five in a row, but Aaron Hicks just hates everyone. Yeah, I hates, know. Aaron Hicks hates fun. So, against the Blue Jays... That game was really close, too, until that happened. I know. It was a huge inning. So, inning starts, Clint Frazier takes a walk. One out walk to Clint Frazier, RBI double from Gary Sanchez. Then steps up Brett Gardner, two-run shot. There's three runs in the inning. Next up, DJ LeMahieu. Home run. Next up. Luke Voigt. Home, Home run. run. Next up, Aaron Hicks. Hates fun. Struck out. Yep. Hates but fun. hates having fun. But it wasn't done then. Giancarlo Stanton. Hundred mile an hour missile. Who would have thought? Then, next batter, Calibre Torres. Full count. Off the back of the visitors bullpen. So five home runs in one so inning. What you're seven runs. Me is that? The Yankees need to get rid of Aaron Hicks. Yeah. Because he hates having fun. Yeah. Thanks Five home runs in one inning. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. That was fun. That's a good moment of the week. My second moment of the week is, as 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 I'm sure we all know at this point, I'm a big Teoscar Hernandez fan. Mm-hmm. And so the Blue Jays tweeted something three days ago, which is, I think, Friday. Not really, you know, not a math podcast, unless. It says, warning, the following Teoscar Hernandez content will make you smile. So, being the silly little guy that I am, I tweeted, (laughs) update. It did. And I don't, okay, so I tweeted that at 6.08 p.m. And I was like, ha, that's funny. At I don't know where to see a time where someone liked your tweet, but I would hypothesize it was around 1 a.m. that I get an alert, I look down at my phone, the Toronto Blue Jays have liked your tweet. (laughs) And I'm like, seven hours after I tweeted it? Pretty cool. Quite. Quite awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. You're famous. Thank you. You're famous. Thank you. Now, if they could only follow across the... Across dot... Uh, what is her Twitter? <laughs> At Across Diamond. At Across Diamond on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me, uh, I was going to go to Teoscar Hernandez MVP watch. No, we'll wait. We'll Let's see. dive into the hitter of the week. Can I go first? Yeah. I already talked about him a little bit. But my hitter of the week is none other than Mr. Cole Calhoun of the Arizona Diamondbacks. He was 11 for 24 
with six homers, 12 RBIs, seven runs scored, a stolen base, a double, two walks, and only struck out four times. 458 average, 500 OBP, 1250 slugging. That sounds pretty good. It's unbelievable. It sounds good. That's unbelievable. I was like, Cole Calhoun? And now yeah. he's like got to be in consideration for the MVP. Uh, he might get a vote. You, yeah. I give him a vote. If I get, how many votes do they get? I don't know. I mean, okay, cool. That was cool. But he's hitting on the season. If I can find him. While you're doing that, I just want to say, we used this one website, Fantasy Pros, for the last seven days. Daniel Vogelback is is ranked number seven for for the past week. That's for for hitters of the week. That's, that's weird. That how, how, what? I don't understand what that. I don't know if that's really a ranking. I'm not really sure what that is. Three homers, nine RBI, four seventy one average. I'm not sure. That's yeah. That's surprising. Are you getting his stats? Um, that's okay. His stats. Do you? Do you really? Yeah, he has three home runs, nine RBIs, at four seventy one, eight for seventeen, six runs scored, a double, a walk. Cole Calhoun. Years. Oh, cool. I thought you were looking for a season stats. Oh, I, I did. I have oh, one. all right. I, I take back what I said. About he's not MVP? Yeah, he's, wow. He just has 15 home runs. Looks so like I was right. He's, just, he's hitting 233. He hit 450 this week, and he's still only hitting 233. That's really bad. That's bad. Like, that's awful. That's awful. But he has 15 home runs. Which wow. Is awesome. That's cool. He could go on another tear, and he could win the home run title. In that no, probably not. All right. My hitter of the week. <laughs> Cutting you off. Fine. Should be Luke Voigt. We talked about Luke Voigt. My hitter of the week is DJ LeMahieu. I would I'm really honestly would say it's DJ LeMahieu. I wouldn't even consider Luke. I mean, I would consider Luke Voigt, but I mean, DJ LeMahieu seems to be the the catalyst, the the one guy on the Yankees that they can really count on. This week he was he had four home runs. 10 RBI, he hit 423, his OBP was 516. He had three homers in one game. Or no, he had three homers over two games, sorry. Yeah. 11 hits, four doubles, five walks. Uh, the guy is is really just what keeps the Yankees going. Yeah. I really don't want to keep talking about the Yankees, unfortunately. There are a few more things that must... Uh, actually, yeah, I'm sure we'll somehow figure out a way to talk about the Yankees again. We talk about them too much, but that's, yeah, not, that's not that doesn't need to be talked about. We don't need to mention that. But, but I believe LeMahieu. all four of LeMahieu's home runs were in three games. I mean, it doesn't really matter. He's he's just really good. He's just really good. Um, yeah, he's just really good. He also had one of the home runs off a of position player. Oh yeah, that's true. Santiago Espinosa. That's okay. Whatever. It doesn't it doesn't show up in the box score. You no, know, it, it, it does. still counts. <laughs> Moving on, our pitcher of the week. Would you like to go first or you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. I mean, I full transparency here. Like I said, fantasy pros. One, the, the number one pick pitcher you picked. Then the number two through five pitchers I've never heard of in my entire life. You've never heard of any of them? Nope. Not once in my entire life. So, my pitcher of the week is Carlos Carrasco. 13.1 innings, 16 strikeouts. Two quality starts with a two ERA. Gave up nine hits, four walks, and three earned over 13.1 innings. And I just think he's a really cool guy because he came back from cancer. So 
Anytime you see Carlos Carrasco doing well, makes me feel good. I do like Carlos Rex Carrasco. Culpepper type beat. I do like I do like Carlos Carrasco. That's all I have. My pitcher <laughs> of the week, who I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a question. No, it's really not. I just I think you just needed to pick somebody else. Yeah, I did. Because he didn't throw a no hitter, so he didn't get our treatment. <laughs> yeah. of, since he didn't throw a no hitter, we don't. We, he doesn't get both of us to pick him because that only yeah, happens if there's no hitter. Yeah, exactly. Um, Denelson Lamette of the Alec San Diego Padres. If you're listening, it is <laughs> Denelson Lamette. Uh, he had two quality starts. Only one of them went for a win, though. He uh, pitched 13.1 innings, got a 1.38 ERA, .69 WHIP, gave up two in runs, five hits, four walks. But he struck out 21 batters in 13.1. Yeah, innings. that's. Uh... He's good. I, I've always thought he was good since he like broke onto the scene even a little. He's good. Definitely a, a catalyst in the pitching rotation for San Diego. San Diego Padres, yes. Like, like we've been talking about, if they want anything, like we talked about with Jose Abreu. If the Padres want to be anywhere, he's he's a really low-key piece that they need to, to always be on his game. Yeah, for sure. So. Okay. Let's move into everyone's favorite time. Yeah. I w- yeah. Corey Dickerson and Teoscar Hernandez MVP watch. This might need to get cut off soon because it's kind of a waste of our time. It's really not, though. It kind of is. Well, the Corey Dickerson one, maybe. No. Teoscar Hernandez is absolutely killing it. Every time I look at this, I'm surprised. Okay, that's fine. But Corey Dickerson's getting better. Okay, exactly. 253? 253's not bad. Awful. No, it's not. Not. I mean, he's supposed to be, like, the best player on the team, though. Okay, that's okay. He has 43 hits and 170 at-bats. He scored 25 runs, hit 7 homers, 16 RBIs, OBP of 314 with one stolen base. Let's not forget he was on the abbreviment list. Mm-hmm. So Nope, nope, not the abbreviment list. What, what list was it? The bereavement list. Not the no. abbreviment. What? Bereavement. What you said abbreviment. Abbreviment, <laughs> like abbreviated. Like that's, wait, a breathing thing. Wait. that's abbreviating things. Wait, hold on. <laughs> hold on, hold on. The bereavement list. Oh! <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. It's like beaver. Oh, oh, yeah. Spelled beaver. It's it's like beaver. I'm pretty sure it's spelled beaver. Abreavement list. Abreavement. You said abreavement list. (laughs) You said abreavement. He was on the bereavement list. He was on the bereavement list, so he missed out on some time. He was abbreviated for a little bit. Teoscar Hernandez, his last seven games, he's hitting 321. OBP, 345. Five RBI, three home runs, and 28 at-bats. He strikes out more than anyone I've ever seen. 12 strikeouts in the last seven games. Yeah, he sucks. Um, on the season, he's hitting 307, 16 homers, 30 RBI, 51 hits. I, I don't know what to tell you other than... He's good. Yeah, as 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 Matt would say. He's just good. He's just good. Like, he's, just good. he's just good. He's a good hitter. He's a good player. All right, let's move on. Yes. Let's wrap things up. Let's Series to watch last week. Um, I'm going to start because mine yeah. was kind of boring as we talked about. I picked it and then realized because I picked a game that was on Monday last week and I realized <laughs> that they had played all the games before already, uh, which was kind of stupid and bad podcasting and a lot of other things just not good. Hey, man. Don't put yourself down. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Phillies versus the Marlins. Miami won five of seven. Miami took a nice big lead. 
not really big, kind of a small lead, but still took a lead in the NL East for the second spot in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, that was a fun series, and I believe that they play one more time, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure. I think they probably do because they have to make up, but... Um, yeah, uh, definitely a segment that we're going to have to reevaluate as the next well, season. Well, no, I like this segment. We just yeah, but we just are one. really bad at yeah. it. My series to watch last week, surprise, surprise, was the Yankees versus the Blue Jays. The Marlins don't play the Phillies again, by the way. Oh. That's wrong. Oh, yeah, that's right. We literally talked about who the Marlins played, the yeah, Braves and the Yankees. Yeah, we did. We did. Okay. Stupid. Anyways, continue. Um, series to watch last week, Yankees versus Blue Jays. I... Pretty sure I said it was a pretty big divisional matchup. It, it ended up being a divisional matchup. The Yankees swept. It's As you know, I talked about 45 times. My series to watch this week. You'll never believe why I picked it. Because it has standings implications in the division. Who would have thought that I ever could have picked something that would have something to do with the playoffs or the standings? <laughs> Uh, did I even say what teams? No. Brewers versus the Reds. That's fun. It's really not. Yeah, no, it is. No, the it is. Brewers it's, are twenty six. But and you picked the Brewers to win the NL Central. I picked the Reds to win the NL Central. Well, neither of them. Neither of them are going to win the NL Central. But unless, hey, one of them's going to make the playoffs. That's true. Um, they both could make the playoffs. I think they both could make the playoffs. I think they right. probably won't. They probably won't. But the Phillies. The we'll, see. Phillies we'll see. We'll see. But yeah. Um, actually, okay, yeah, so the, so MLB.com has the, the Reds as the eight seed right now, and then the, the Brewers right on their tail. They're both 500, the, the, the Reds are 27 and 27, the Brewers are 26 and 26. I, I don't really have much more to say other than it's a really big divisional matchup. It, essentially, because it's getting really late. Uh, is the division. Yeah. I mean, the Brewers have a... One, two... Oh. The Brewers have a five-game series to end the season with the Cardinals. Hmm. And then, on the flip side of that, the Reds end the season with a three-game set against the Twins. Interesting. So, this series, though it may be boring, it could be like a 2-1 whatever, I think, honestly, the next series that they both play is what's going to put them over the edge. Yeah. Because if the Reds get, if the Reds lose two out of three, but then the Brewers lose, like, two out of the five to the Cardinals, then who knows what happens. Right. I wish I could pull up what the, the, um, who has the advantage, like, if the Reds have the the season advantage, you know what I'm trying to say, right? The series advantage, I meant. Um, so, yeah, I mean, probably gonna end up being really boring. But that's okay. Yeah, that's so, that's, that's okay. I don't have a crystal ball. My series to watch this week is the White Sox versus the Indians. It, I don't know how much you can, like, the Indians, with a sweep, they won't pass the White Sox. No. But, it has, the well, Twins are only two games back of the White Sox. Mm-hmm. The Indians are five games back. The White Sox have a two-game lead, obviously, as I said. But they could lose that lead. They could stretch that lead way out. They could knock the Indians out of the playoffs this week. The White Sox could get bumped down. The Twins could take over that top three seed 
A lot of variables. There's a lot of variables. It's definitely going to be a fun little series to pay attention to. They play tonight, tomorrow, and Wednesday. Tonight being Monday morning as we record this. Yeah, it's going to be a fun final week of baseball. Is, I can't believe next week's going to be our final episode. Regular season episode, yes. We oh, have. man. And I guess that we hit might me in the feels. I know. But I guess we might as well just see you then. Next Sunday, so. or next Monday afternoon. Catch us then for our final regular season episode of our inaugural season of Across the Diamond. Wow. Well, we'll get a little more heartfelt after the yeah, 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 yeah. But thanks for tuning in again. That'll wrap it up. Where can another you find us? Good episode. Another good week. Check us out at Across Diamond, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Content really needs to start coming out there. We're slacking a little bit. We know. We're going to start to change things up. We've got some surprises coming. We have big things planned. We've got big things planned. An, an empire, if you will. Yes. Well, thank you guys. I'm gonna. Oh, Matt's doing his peace. Matt's doing his peace sign to the microphone. So